listening to the Bible 126 show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Something really odd is happening at hospitals all over the country, but no one seems to be talking about it. In one of the strangest years we've had in modern times, there's an alarming mystery surrounding the lives of tens of thousands of Americans. Right now, emergency rooms are absolutely crowded, and with each passing day, they continue to overflow with severely ill patients, but no one can actually explain why this is suddenly happening. Even though the number of new virus cases in the United States is now less than half of what it was just a couple of months ago, hospitals are still completely packed. As opposed to what many people were anticipating, a decline in the number of confirmed virus cases isn't easing the healthcare crisis we've been facing over the last 18 months. A lower rate of cases, however, is a good sign. It's an indication the health crisis is finally fading. But with fewer people catching the virus, healthcare workers were expecting emergency rooms to be finally emptying out. But the situation they're seeing at this point is the complete opposite. In every corner of the country, emergency rooms are full. In many cases, seriously ill patients are having to be cared for in the hallways because emergency rooms are unavailable due to the staggering number of patients in critical conditions. We're seeing in our hospitals the type of scene we would typically see in third world countries in times of crisis. The level of chaos going on right now is absolutely shocking. But the weirdest thing about this is that nobody knows why so many people are suddenly falling sick. In an article entitled ERs are swamped with seriously ill patients, although many don't have the virus, Healthcare workers of the emergency department at Sparrow Hospital in Lansing, Michigan, describe the crisis they are facing every day. Their staff members are struggling to care for patients, showing up much sicker than they've ever seen. The ER's nursing director, Tiffany Dusang, is experiencing severe anxiety for having to watch patients lying on a long line of stretchers pushed up against the walls of the hospital hallways. It's hard to watch, she says, but the situation is so dire, there's nothing she can do to help. All of the ER's 72 rooms are already filled. I always feel very, very bad when I walk down the hallway and see that people are in pain or needing to sleep or needing quiet, but they have to be in the hallway with, as you can see, 10 or 15 people walking by every minute, Dusan described. Why is this happening? 
is the question everyone wants to know the answer to. If the rate of confirmed virus cases was starting to move upwards again, it would make sense for emergency rooms to be so packed, but that's not the case. And even in parts of the United States where the rate of new virus cases isn't overwhelming the health system, patients are showing up to the ER much sicker than before the COVID-19 sanitary outbreak. And their diseases are far more advanced, so they need more complicated care. In theory, emergency departments are meant to be temporary alternatives for patients to receive urgent care. They usually just stay long enough to be sent home with instructions to follow up with primary care physicians or stabilized enough to be transferred to inpatient or intensive care units. But now, these long-term care units are overflowing too, and that is contributing to making the situation in emergency rooms even worse. New patients coming to the ER are forced to wait for hours, even days, which is making ER staffers perform long-term care roles they were not trained to do. The situation is getting so complicated that even people who arrive by ambulance are not guaranteed a room. The head nurse has to run triage and screen those who absolutely need a bed and those who can wait or get treatment on the hospital's hallways. I hate that we even have to make that determination, Toussaint lamented. Lately, staff members have been pulling out some patients already in the ER's rooms when others arrive who are more critically ill. No one likes to take someone out of the privacy of their room and say, we're going to put you in a hallway because we need to get care to someone else. Every morning, Dusang wakes up and checks her sparrow email, hoping that she won't see yet another nurse resignation letter in her inbox. But despite her efforts to support other healthcare workers, they're leaving by the hundreds too fast to be replaced. They have been seeking higher-paying jobs as a travel nurse, for example, or trying a less stressful type of nursing, but many are simply walking away from the profession entirely. Meanwhile, months of treatment delays have aggravated chronic conditions and exacerbated symptoms. According to the hospital's doctors and nurses, the severity of illness ranges widely and includes abdominal pain, respiratory problems, blood clots, heart conditions, among other diseases. And this is happening all over the nation. We're hearing from members in every part of the country, said Dr. Lisa Moreno, president of the American Academy of Emergency Medicine. The Midwest, the South, Northeast, the West, they're seeing this exact same phenomenon. Heart conditions are in fact one of the most commonly mentioned health diseases in the past few weeks. Several cases involving young, healthy people have made the headlines recently. For instance, a report published a couple of days ago by Patriot News told the story of a healthy high school soccer manager who greatly enjoyed his team's championship victory Saturday. Later that evening, he faced a sudden and fatal cardiac arrest. Now, late student Blake Barclage's high school is mourning this untimely tragedy. According to local reports, 
The incident occurred at LaSalle College High School in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania. In a letter to parents, the school announced that the school experienced an unexpected heart failure that ended his life prematurely. In a nearby city in the same state, a healthy 12-year-old boy's life was taken too soon because of an issue with his coronary artery. As Pittsburgh Trip Live reported, Jason Kidd of Bridgeville, Pennsylvania, suffered from a congestive heart failure involving his coronary artery, according to the Allegheny County Medical Examiner's Office. The 12-year-old boy was warming up for school basketball practice at Chartiers Valley Middle School when the tragedy occurred. Jason collapsed, then was rushed to a local hospital where doctors said he arrived too late. Jay Kidd wrote in a letter the school parents. We never expected anything like this to happen to our family. Jason's heart stopped during basketball practice and they could not bring him back. We commonly see heart problems affecting adults and elderly people with other underlying diseases such as diabetes, high blood pressure and high cholesterol levels. The fact that this is happening to healthy young people is not only odd but extremely worrying. Even athletes with perfect health records are suffering from heart attacks these days. Over the weekend, Barcelona striker Sergio Aguero suddenly collapsed on the pitch during a match against Alavis. The 33-year-old Argentinian athlete was examined by medical staff at the stadium and then he was taken to a nearby hospital to undergo further examination. The first-team player, Sergio Aguero, reported chest discomfort and has been admitted to the hospital for a cardiac exam, the team said in a statement following the game. Aguero has been diagnosed with cardiac arrhythmia. That's a condition in which the heart's beats don't work properly, causing the heart to beat too fast, too slow, or irregularly. Unfortunately, cases of young, healthy people suffering from heart complications are becoming all too common. Just last week, InfoWars reported the tragic passing of a 28-year-old bodybuilder, a 20-year-old community college student who experienced blood clots, then suffered a stroke shortly, and a 46-year-old Indian actor who faced a collapse out of the blue. A couple of days ago, another football player experienced cardiac arrest right in the middle of a match, which was brought to a screeching halt after the incident. Icelandic midfielder Emil Pelsen suffered from tachycardia during a match in Norway's second division. The 28-year-old Songdal player suffered the attack as the game against Jordals Blank entered the 12th minute, his club said in a statement. So many similar cases are being reported on a daily basis, and yet no one knows the cause behind such tragic incidents. Why are so many young people suddenly having such serious heart problems. Is there something the media is not telling us? Does anyone out there know what is truly going on? Please let us know if you do. There's something really odd going on. And once again, they're not telling us the whole truth. Thank you very much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, we strongly recommend you to check out Seven Year Apocalypse, the book written by the economist Michael Snyder. Keep tuned to our channel to stay updated with future videos.